We're back in the room, still socially distanced. I'm Stephen Jones, and you're listening to Sound Advice. So I'm joined today by uh, Sean Devlin. Sean is our Director of IT and Digital Transformation. Morning, Sean. Morning. So Sean is uh, a Prince2 qualified project manager. Uh, He's worked in industry and, and consultancy as well. And he helps businesses on their digital journey with IT project management, choosing the right softwares, quasi-IT director support and existing systems assessments, ultimately using digital to achieve more efficiency, profitability and increasing value of and within businesses. So a recent Forbes report threw out a few statistics. A few of those said only 7% of companies have fully implemented their digital transformation. 87% 87% of the companies asked uh, thought that digital will disrupt their industry, but only 44% of those are prepared for a potential digital di- disruption. And 56% of CEOs that had implemented uh, a digital strategy said that it had led to increased revenue. So obviously this, this, this digital revolution, this digital approach is obviously massively important and something we should all all be considering. So today's podcast subject is what does a digitally enabled business look like and where should I start my digital transformation journey? So Sean, one thing I've always wondered, what is digital and and what does digital transformation mean? Explain it for me. No, Steve. So um you hear the phrase digital transformation bandied around a lot and the discussions that I have with many business leaders, it's clear to me that they don't really understand or there's no real common view of what digital transformation means. I mean, only recently I was discussing with one of my clients about digital transformation and he said to me, he goes, he goes Sean, does digital transformation just mean I need to move all my systems to the cloud and, and then I'm done? I mean, I mean, obviously the answer to that is, is, is no, but I think, a, to me, a definition of digital transformation that's probably now accepted and one that I really agree with is that digital transformation is the integration of modern technology into all functions of an organisation, changing the way you operate, deliver value, but while also improving customer experience, increasing revenue, and providing more efficient business operations. But for me... Although technology is a major part of digital transformation, it's also about culture. It's a cultural change that requires businesses to challenge the status quo, to investigate new technology and investigate new practices. This can sometimes be difficult because you'll find that this may often mean moving away from systems or processes or procedures that have been in place for a long time. But to me, that's what transformation and evolution is all about. Evolution and transformation is about making those small changes and seeing if they're successful, having the agility to either fail quickly if things don't work or be able to accelerate and progress a change if they're successful. So hopefully that gives you a bit more of an insight to what I think digital transformation means and what digital technology is. Great. So, okay, so I've got a better understanding of what digital transformation is. Um, so tell me then, what does a digitally enabled organisation look like? How, how would I recognise one? 
Yeah, so the way I so I deal with a lot of businesses, a lot of organisations through different points of their digital journey. And I really recognise a truly digital enabled organisation, I think, by four high level characteristics. So the first one, and which I think is usually the most important one, is they're really customer centric. So what I mean by this is a digitally enabled business, they're really truly motivated by improving customer experience. They have in place the processes and digital systems to be able to capture and report on customer interactions. So what this does, it allows them to fine tune their systems, fine tune their processes and provide better customer experience. But they can also have the ability to monitor what impact those changes make and then act accordingly. Mm. That then leads on to, I suppose, the second characteristic. So to be able to the first, these organisations are data-driven. So a digitally-enabled business really understands the power and the value of data. They also understand the need to be able to create, create new forms of data, not just reporting the data they've got, but capture new data that can be used for the benefit of their businesses. So, for example, if I link this back to the view of being customer-centric and providing good customer experience. How how do you know as a business what good is if you haven't got the data and the means to report on it? Mm. For example, how can I provide good customer experience if I don't know how many customer reviews I've got, how many customer service requests I've got, how long it takes me to respond to customer um, queries, the average time to purchase an item, for example, if you're online. So being data-driven really allows you to make informed decisions and accurately monitor the impact of these decisions. Third characteristic, I would say, is that these digitally-enabled businesses are really agile and swift to react. They have the systems, processes, and culture to be able to react quickly they will make these changes rapidly, but then either fail quickly if things don't work or accelerate and progress if it's successful. I think the current COVID climate has really illustrated and highlighted the importance for businesses to be able to react and change quickly. I think you probably agree. Mm. I think then the final characteristic I'd um, associate to a really truly digitally enabled business is the willingness to transform. It's the willingness to transform the business throughout. So they've got the motivation for digital innovation and also continual development. They welcome change and they also accept the fact that there's going to be some pitfalls along the way when delivering improvements. So I hope, hopefully that gives you a, a bit more of a flavour, Steve, of what yeah. I, I see the characteristics of a truly enabled digital business to be. Yeah, it sounds like uh, there's a, a key part there and it sounds like p- the people who needs to drive this do you find that it's important to get everybody on board with this what happens if not everyone in the business is digitally comfortable is is that the right ter- term do you ever do you ever see that in your career yeah definitely so you're right people are a big part the people and the process so a mistake that I think some organisations make is just thinking that technology is going to solve the problem. If you buy some new shiny technology and put it on top of a process that's broken, the process is still going to be broken underneath. Mm. I think the willingness to change is definitely people-led. And that 
willingness to to be present and communicated from the top down. The the board need to be comfortable with change and they need to communicate the willingness to change and also communicate the willingness to kind of accept risk and also accept the fact that there may be pitfalls along the way. There will be people that aren't digitally comfortable, but that's part of your digital strategy and your digital plan that we'll talk about later, about making sure these people have the correct training in place, the, the correct new processes in place to be able to really embrace a new digital technology. Mm. Uh, it sounds like, you know, similar to everything, it's got, got to be led from the top and, and lived and breathed and bought, bought into from the top. Yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> okay, so it all sounds good, but, you know, say that I'm a business, it could possibly be quite a daunting challenge to move from a to what might feel like you know z z where where do i start yes i think starting is often the most difficult step and it's a question that i get asked a lot um, when helping businesses with their digital strategies where do i start my digital transformation journey so whilst digital transformation is unique for every company, I think there's some important steps that I recommend should be considered as businesses begin their digital transformation. Mm-hmm. So to begin with, it's about assessing your current state. It's about taking stock of your current business and capabilities. It's about reviewing who are your current customers, who are your suppliers, but also looking at what your current digital capabilities are and and what you possess. So that includes looking at your current systems, your software landscape, looking at the current integrations and data that's available to you, but also looking at your current employee capabilities and uh, how comfortable they are with digital technology. It's basically anything and everything that is used to make your business what it currently is should be considered. To me, this is a step I find that's sometimes overlooked, but really, really important. How can you determine where you want to take your business and what direction to go if you don't know what your starting point is? Mm -hmm. And I find it's really interesting how many organisations find doing a current state really, really useful. People and business owners learn so much about their own business when they go through this process of doing a current state review. And also the the current state document is a really useful document that can be used later on for doing things like software selection. So you've got a path that you can give to potential suppliers that really explain what your business is about and help them to really understand it. Um, I know it sounds simple, but I've really seen some businesses try and make their digital transformation strategy or begin the journey without really understanding how their organisation is really currently operating. So that leads on to the next stage, which is future state or target state, sometimes hear it called. So what you do here is you go through your current state and you decide where you want your business to be in the future, how you want to change, what you want to deliver. And it's really useful in in this state to have specific aims and objectives, for example, Um, we want to ensure that at least 95% of our customers receive their orders within three days of placing an order. Or we want our finance department to become near paper-free and for all our documents to be stored digitally. So that gives some real aims and some real focus to the future state. So 
It also gives you measurable objectives as well. So now I've got an understanding of where your business is currently and where you want to go. So that leads on to the next stage, which is your digital strategy and roadmap. Mm. So your digital strategy will outline the transformations required to meet your objectives. So for example, that may be, we talked about um, paper-free finance earlier. So that um, so that transformation may be implementation of electronic file sharing into the finance function to enable near paper-free operation. Or it may be improved customer ordering experience by implementing real-time stock views. So that is your digital strategy. The, the points of think, transformations that you want to happen to realise your business benefits. But I'm sure you appreciate, Steve, as everyone else listens to this, you can't do everything at once. And this is where your roadmap comes into place. So your roadmap is a high-level plan of the things that will change and the order in which they occur. And for me, that order is a key point. You really need to review and understand what changes are going to have the biggest impact to drive most value to business. And there may be some changes that are prerequisites or blockers to others that need to be considered. So your digital strategy in your roadmap will probably be a number of transformations, but the key is they don't always have to be complicated. For some small, for some businesses, especially small ones, some small changes may only be what's necessary to really meet their, their objectives. And what's also important for me with any strategy and plan is that to make sure that you're regularly reviewing it, to make sure it's still relevant, and if it's not, change it accordingly. There's no point sticking to a plan if it's no longer relevant or no, no longer going to deliver the objectives you require, mm. or there may be new objectives or new aims that have become priority. So, I mean, overall, it's it's really important to remember that digital transformation, It's I know it's a bit of a corny phrase, but it's a journey, to be honest. Mm. Not everything's going to happen at once, and sometimes only small changes can really progress you along that path. But one takeaway from this, I think that's really key, is to really be a truly digitally enabled business, your transformation should never end, as there's always going to be new technologies and new opportunities evolving that should really be considered because they may give your business that competitive advantage. Mm. It sounds like willingness to change, ability to change, uh, and agility to change is is key to all of this by the, by the sounds of it and if those driving the business aren't willing to do that it, it sounds that that would be um yeah that would be a challenge to this sort of process yeah definitely if the um the business leaders aren't willing to change then you're really going to struggle with your digital transformation mm. but one thing i would say to those people is that if you're not willing to change, it's definitely something that your competitors are going to be considering. Yeah. And do you really want to get left behind the market? Yeah, this is a big thing as well. This this digital disruption. Um, you know, going back to the uh, the Forbes report, I forget the the exact um, uh, figure. I think it was eighty seven percent. I said at the beginning, uh, companies expect digital disruption within their industry. You know, do you want to just sort of give it a real quick definition? What, what, what do you mean by by digital disruption? So for me, digital disruption is when you get someone 
new into the marketplace or someone already in the marketplace that, mm. that does something totally different, something totally um, left field, for example. So if you look at the, suppose, the go-to example, Blockbusters, um, business that have been around for many years. We all remember what, a Saturday night <laughs> trawling yes, the, the yeah. shelves of, of Blockbusters. Yeah, yes, with the uh, Blockbuster member card as well. That's right, um, yeah. And then along come the streaming services, mm. um, along come Netflix and Blockbuster. They did not adapt to that change and... As you can see, they, they went out of business. Mm. Also, you've got to look at people like Amazon, for example. Amazon, biggest bookseller in the world, but mm. they don't have any bookstores. They're totally online, total, totally digital experience. Mm. So there's some big examples, but um, there's many examples within in the marketplace of disruptors entering the marketplace. I mean, I'm sure you've probably all seen the... Um, there's plenty of adverts on the TV at the moment for uh, car companies like Kazoo yep. and um, Cinch, who, who, who thought two years ago that we'd be buying used cars without viewing them totally online, delivered to your door. Yep, no, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, so, you know, for, for yourself, um, Sean, do you want to sort of just give us a, a quick sort of rundown of the sort of things that you're offering um, to, to clients at the moment? Um, yes, Steve. So um, there's a number of digital services that we're offering, but um, there's four that really spring to mind, I think, when considering digital transformation that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, so the first is a virtual CIO IT director service that I offer. C- CIO Chief Information Officer? Yeah, that's correct. Chief Information Officer. Yeah. So this is really aimed at organisations that don't have the need or a budget for a permanent CIO or IT director, where I can help them and give them that senior IT guidance on a ad hoc or a, a regular period every month. Mm. And if we refer back to our digital transformation, this service can be used to really understand your current state of your business. It can be used to help businesses develop and put together their IT strategy, but then also to give that leadership guidance along the way. That leads nicely on to system specification selection. So this is where I help businesses select new systems. So I'll sit with a client, really understand what they require from a system, what are the benefits, what are the KPIs that they need. I'll then go to the marketplace for them, come back with a short list of vendors I think will meet their needs and their budgets, and then really help them along that process act as the go-between between the client and the vendors, do that facilitated selection, help them along the way to select a new system. I can then also help with procurement assistance. So I'm sure you probably um, appreciate, and I know people who listen to this will, that procuring an IT system, it's not a simple process. There's so many different items that make up a price in the contract for an IT system. I'll help clients understand what they're negotiating or help them understand what I think market values are and if quotes are differing from those market values and really help them negotiate and the areas they get to negotiate along the way. And then I suppose the last item I want to cover is project management. As you managed, as you mentioned before, um, I'm Prince2 qualified project manager. So I can really help clients by being their project manager. I can project manage the implementation of these new systems, but I could also program manage their entire 
digital transformation if required, um, being the go-between and managing those third-party suppliers, making sure things stay on track and stay to budget. So there's some other services I offer, but I think they're the four main ones that I'd like to cover that I think relate to digital transformation. Great. Thanks, Sean. You know, I suppose if we're um, st- still on this planet in uh, you know, 100, 1,000 years, undoubtedly we will look back and refer to this age as the Ice Age, uh, Bronze Age, etc. This, I think, would probably be the IT age that we're we're probably entering into it at the moment so it's a really really fascinating uh, subject and you know talking from the point of view of ballards who are somewhat under their digital journey as you pointed out earlier sean that um, the journey is ongoing but the benefits that we have felt over the past probably five years when we've been well, as we've been sort of seriously looking at, at, at digital have been enormous from from a cost saving point of view efficiency hopefully from a, a customer experience point of view but also interestingly from an employee uh, employee uh, point of view and their self-actualization and their their efficiency uh, but also their overall sort of you know happiness in in the workplace so yeah, um, I, think, I think i think you're right Sam. i think that's really important as well i think you've got to remember that um People in their personal lives, they're used mm. to digital interactions, they're used to online banking, they're used to ordering online and receiving the items the next day. Mm. And I think that needs to be reflected in the workplace as well. I think um, people need to be able to be digitally efficient in the workplace as well. Great. Thanks, Sean. As always, people can get hold of you on the, the main line, which is 01905794. 504 emails same for everybody first name dot second name so that's sean s-e-a-n dot devlin d-e-v-l-i-n at ballards com. Any, any questions on this subject or any other of the um, areas that we cover as a business please feel free to get in contact we're always delighted to hear from you other than that wish you good health thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one <laughs>